Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast. Here to give the everyday battler a voice, delete head noise one laugh at a time. As per usual, cracking a better beer. Cam's still a busted freckle, so he isn't, but I'm keeping the dream alive here, baby. Oh, enjoy me H2O. But... Yeah. Um, hey, the middies, they brought out the middies. So if you are a midi bloke, if you like having something a bit, you know, a bit watered down and uh, not as strong, might be have a, a couple more and still be able to drive. I don't know. Run yeah. your own race. But they've got the middies available, so if you're that kind of bloke, go check them out. We're promoting it as the brekkie beer. If you're knocking up bacon and eggs on a Saturday morning around 7.30, this is the beer for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, exactly. Maybe something to help you get back on the horse. Yeah. 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 That's right. So go check that out. Don't worry about Golden Circle fucking brekkie juice. (laughs) Have a better beer midi. That's it. Hey, um, now this show, if you want to get involved, give the carry-on number a call on 07-3102-3932. That is the call line. Or, in my opinion, the better way for everyone to get involved is to record yourself on your phone and email Quinn at carryon at alphablokes.com.au. Yes, sir. You can uh, you can record it, be happy with it. The sound's better. Everyone's happier. Make sure the MP3 files too. Yeah, right. Just had a couple like that hype them up and the file doesn't work, so. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's an app, like just a voice recording app downloaded yeah, on your, your phone. your phone will just have, have one, surely. Yeah. Just do that. So give that a crack. Yeah. But, um, Cam, how are you feeling, brother? Feel I'm good, bros. Let's fucking rip in. Let's fucking tear <laughs> into them. Before we do, Country Trucker Caps, the legend, 
Knuckles is behind that. And if you want to go and check out his hats that he's already got made up, he's got some absolute beauties out at the moment. Head to thecountrycompanies.com for all the awesome designs ready to rumble. And um, head out to countrytruckercaps.com if you want to design your own for a business, a piss-up, a party, whatever. And um, he's fired up a discount code for all the Alpha Blokes listeners too. So use the code word Alpha Blokes, all one word, for a discount at checkout. There's some Alpha Blokes hats. Fuck me, there's some country trucker caps. Yeah, bud. <laughs> They're fucking everywhere. And it's awesome. It's good to see. It's a simple thing. It's the same thing. If you step like... outside your house door, you go anywhere that day, you're going to see one. Yeah, you'll see one, eh? It is like that. Fuck, you... it is crazy. Yeah. Fuck, fuck the big knuckle, he's, he's doing God's work, he's, mate. He's, he's keeping his whole lid. He's spreading his seed. Yeah. <laughs> his yeah. seed. He's like one of those old... Um, old like rulers that have like hundreds of kids. I mean, like old warlords or. Cult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can see him in a big Drysabone fucking trench coat. Steaming around. Steaming, yep. There's another one of me mates. Uh, <laughs> me children. One of me minions. On the street. Yeah, he's like. F- yeah, min- is there like his minions all cruising around? I think I like mine better. Yeah. My analogy. Pr- yeah. Good stuff. We'll run with that. But um, anyway, let's hear from fucking Knuckles and his proper true yarn. Strap it, it's time again for Knuckles' proper true yarn. Hey, legends, just Knuckles calling up his uh, proper true yarn, trendsetter talkback edition of the week. Mate, it actually happened when I was about 10 years old and uh, old boy, you know, being a stock squad officer and that, we had the old police house out in Charleville. Anyway, um, we're sitting there, Dad and I, I think we might have been watching a footy or something, here knock on the door. Anyway, this follows at the door and he'd had a few priors, this bloke, and he's, he's had, had a stutter. Anyway, this bloke goes, his name was Tommy. He said, Terry, I need your help. Dad said, oh, what's wrong, Tommy? He said, they're teasing me on the two-way, Terry. Dad said, oh, what are they saying to you, Tommy? Like, how are they teasing you? He goes... They're going to Tommy. Tommy. He said, You know, you know, I don't fuck goats anymore, Terry. Well, fuck me. Dad and I just pissed ourselves laughing. And Dad said, Oh, yeah, right, Tommy. I'll see what I can do for you tomorrow, mate. Yeah, proper true yarn of the week, old Tommy, the goat fucker from Charleville. Charleville people might know who he is too, so yeah. Anyway, boys, have a good one. <laughs> old Tommy from Charleville. Shout out to him. <laughs> oh, goat fucker. Oh, goat fucker. I've had a couple oh. animal fuckers from the big man. Uh, yeah. Tucker the goat fucker. Sniffs around a few. Mm. Uh Who's picking today? The Busted Boy. The Busted Boy, <laughs> Cambodian. You're in my hands, people. Yeah, let's go. Righto. A few fucking rippers, hopefully. Rip in. You're in my ears, I should say. <laughs> Morning, Benders. This is two meter Peter, the Poontang Eater, coming in hot with the biggest semi in the Northern Hemi. <laughs> <laughs> Just calling up with a, with a yarn. Uh, I've got more yarns than you can shake a stick at. But I'll, uh, I'll tell you this one happened to me from back in the day and you can decide whether it's a carry-on or a play-on from my mate. It was about 16, uh, house party at my pal's house. Uh, everyone's there, it's a bit, big night. Uh, and uh, back in the day, 
much like Cam with his power burpee, my little uh, my party trick where I could do the do the worm. Anyway, we're in my mate's garden. We're all sun kings with a few by this point. In my mate's garden, just a few of the boys there at this point. And they're going, yeah, 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 go on, Pete, do the worm, do the worm. So I said, all right, I'll do it. He's got a bit of uh, fake grass at the back of his uh, back of his garden. So I've gone back there, bang, perfect form, flipped out his worm, beautiful. Anyway, I've stood up and I've gone, oh, fucking hell. Caked in mud. Oh, the fucking, what a pain in the ass. I've got my, my best polo on, I'm, fuck's sake. Anyway, then I've thought about it and I thought, hang on a minute. This is fake fucking grass. And I look over and his eight stone big brown lab is staring at me. Just oh. going, yep. Fuck. I've just done the full worm th- straight through a big pile of turd. Oh. Boys are creasing. I'm stinking. Head to do- toe. Shit. Oh. oh, fuck. Anyway, i got boys, boys, boys. Come on. They're pissing themselves. I said, look, just keep this. Keep this between us. Yeah, yeah. Let's just. I'll get a shower. We'll just brush this under the carpet. Anyway, my mate's gone, yeah, all right. In he goes, opens the door to the house, yells out, pizza's done the worm through shit. <laughs> Everyone fucking comes outside. Everyone's pissing themselves. Oh, is that a carry-on or a play-on? Anyway, I had to wash myself off, borrow my mate's dad's clothes, which were a couple of sizes bigger than mine. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I took myself home. I was, I was wounded, wounded. But, uh, yeah, carry on or play. Oh, wow. That's fucking, uh, that's hilarious. Have you ever, have you ever seen anyone have a run in with shit? Like dog shit? Oh, yeah. Like, as in, you see it all on the foot. But I remember one day, shout out to, uh, Joy Hanson. It's not my little brother. Anyway, they were around our place and it was back when he was pretty young at this stage. And we were playing a bit of footy in the backyard. And normally we'll go around with a shovel or the hose or whatever. You know, you get rid of the dog shit every day or two. And um, the old boy must have missed one or it just one just got freshly laid. And he was fucking running with the ball and he's tripped over. And the dog's guts must have been a bit crook because it was just this runny pile of shit. Oh. And his head hit it. Like, it was all up around his uh, ear, uh. like in around his ear. He's getting hosed off. Fucking... <laughs> Oh, I still remember it, man. It was fucked. Like having shit on your head. No, I've definitely done the old step in it and it goes up through your toes. Mm. It's grouch. Yeah, for sure. But no, it's, that's fucking funny. Especially if you're at a party like that or whatever and you're in your good kid about to go out and you're just covered in turd. <laughs> that just would fuck you up, wouldn't it? I think I said it before, but... um. The boys said they went camping and this one dog, they're like, make sure you bury your shits because they'll dig them back up. And obviously someone wasn't burying their shits and it just come running back through the campsite just fucking with it all over. Oh! Like they're all sitting there having beers in the camp chairs and just fucking brushing past the legs and stuff like that. Fuck. I already, I already don't like dogs in the camp when I'm camping. Imagine one with shit all over it. Oh. Yeah, and human feces as well. Oh! Well, that's fucked. And uh, the old camping, as we know, they're not the fucking most natural good-looking shits. Nah, you're on the good gear when you're out there. You're on the meat. Yeah, that's right. Meat and beer. Yeah. <laughs> Normally. Yeah, there you go. Good way to kick things off, I reckon. The old shit wormer. Entry the was so good. Oh, yeah, that was great, wasn't it? Right, we'll move on. Hey, Ginny Quaxon. 
Big Dave Ferret and Cam Corder. How are we, boys? Good, mate. Yeah, fucking good, thanks, too. <laughs> hey, uh, anyway, a uh, bit of head noise for you, boys. I was uh, in the old uh, Fortitude Valley the other night, driving around Saturday night, just having a bit of a perv, as we do, and uh, noticed there was a fuckload of drag queens out. Now, uh, I'm the first to say run your own race, but uh, sort of got a bit of head noise from it, saying that, uh, what do they do Monday to Friday? Do they, is it Dave from Accounts? What do you, what do, you do for work? Like, yeah. just <laughs> Same as like pregnant Asians. You don't see them anywhere, mate. Do they just spawn? Mm. Anyway, boys, uh, stay out of yourself. Have a good one, eh? Aru. That is funny, eh, that a Dave from Accounts, like there's every chance that he could be yep. the number one drag queen on the street on a Saturday. 100%. Yep. It's fucking loose, isn't it? How <laughs> some of those blokes are just, they proper get doled up and just get into it. Mm. Are they, do you reckon they all have to, do you, do you reckon there is a straight drag queen? Yeah. You reckon? Look it up, Quinn. Yeah, I, I'd say so. Like, I feel like it's a, it, and there's nothing wrong with being gay. I'm just saying, like, I wonder if there is, like, a straight bloke who genuinely likes doing that. I think I that's, like, the main thing for drag queens, isn't it? Oh, I thought they would, be all, like, pretty much all be gay. Uh, while I'm straight, I don't consider myself a straight Drag queen. I'm just a drag queen who happens to be straight. So I'm just going to see, like, if there's... Oh, she said. Yeah, it's just, like, one person. Mm. Um, I swear I watched one, um, and they do opera. Oh, yeah? So, mm. yeah, and uh, not, opera's not really my thing, but, um, yeah, it's pretty much Dave from Accounts, but um, on the <laughs> weekend he's doing opera and dress, yep. dressed as a drag queen. Uh, go up a bit, Quinn. There's one there that says, are there any famous straight drag queens? Just from a random forum. So here. Shout I out we to just Marla. went straight onto a gay forum. Shout out to Marla on a random forum. forum. From my experience, I would say about twenty percent of male drag queens are straight and five percent are female. Yes, drag queens first appeared in the male gay subculture, and one could write a book as to why, but it has never been exclusive. Simply put, one does not have to be gay to enjoy doing drag. Yeah. Do you really think these guys are gay? Yeah, so, like, um, that's what I mean. Never said that you had to be gay. I just think that it was would be a dominated field of, yeah. you know. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Run anyway, your own but, race. Yeah, that's right. But, yeah, it does It does make you laugh, though, that just every day, Joe, you bump into yeah. in the shops on the weekend might be dragging. <laughs> you boys queer? <laughs> you boys been queering in a dress on Tuesday? <laughs> Could have his kit in the car ready to go. You don't know, do you? Yeah. What were you doing on the weekend? Were you queering? Imagine hiding that and then you go to like a drag show. Well, you wouldn't know it's them. If they do it a good enough job, yeah. then they fully cake with makeup with all the hair and Imagine shit. if you gave him a lift home or something, say your bicycle fucked up at the office and next week you got the fucking full dress and everything in the back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's fucking, yeah, that, it is pretty funny what he said. Bit of head noise there. Pretty weird. Anyway, like he said, run your own race. Yeah. If you're a drag queen, it's like the lady yeah. boys at Thailand when we did. They did a show like up on this rooftop bar, and we're like feeling their tits and fucking carrying on and shit. And I'm like, it was a good laugh. The lady boys, yeah, yeah, and I was cracking up and yeah, yeah. fucking. I was waiting for a dick to come shaking on your leg or something, but yeah, you didn't have a squeeze down there. Nah, nah, just fucking the old tit for the photo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How'd it feel? Oh, just like a normal fucking rock solid. <laughs> well, a boob job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, there wasn't much, I reckon, yeah, I felt a few of me day, but fucking hell, there wasn't much play in the fucking nipple. <laughs> yeah, 
They must have used some fucking different shit over there. They don't have nice little nipples anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't they? <laughs> I just feel like I've grabbed a big bloke's tit. Mm. Well, you did. You did, because he's a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to blokes with tits. <laughs> right. G'day, boys. James over here in Toronto. James. Got a cheeky yarn for you that I heard Canada. the other week. Mrs. Best Friend, she was having a house party. They live in a small town, about six, seven hundred people. Sort of, everyone was getting into their work at this house party. Old mate, he had a few too many beers, ended up throwing up all over himself. So they chucked him in the shower, washed him off, and threw him in a room. Next morning, old mate wakes up, walks out to the car, grabs a brand new pair of jeans. Everyone's like, yep, probably just wants to put a fresh pair of jeans on. He had a rough night last night, we'll leave him to it. Walks out of the room as he's leaving, says goodbye to everyone and goes, oh, yeah, look, I think your cat threw up in the room last night. She goes, oh, yeah, it happens. Don't worry about it. Old mate left, so she went to go check out her room. What she found was absolutely insane. Old mate's throwing up all through her bed sheets and all over the ground. But that's not the worst of it. Throughout the night, he's taking a shit behind her dresser and all down the side of her walls and used all of her white crop tops to clean up the mess behind him oh, and left no. everything sitting on the ground. She called him out and he said, nah, don't know what you're talking about. It was your cat. Your cat threw up all the rest of it. She oh, tried cleaning it. Couldn't bring herself to. So she ended up having to pay 350 bucks for a forensic cleaning crew to come and clean the mess up. And fair to say, they've never spoken since. Cheers, lads. Love what you're doing. Stay the fuck out of yourselves. Wow. Good solid yarn there. Well, it was a fucking ripper yarn. That's forensic. I, I, I would have paid that. Oh, well, yeah, mate. me too. I, I couldn't. Uh, when it's spew and shit on things, even when it's your own kids, it's hard. If it wasn't fully grown adult, I yeah, I'm the same. I probably would have to. And that's Unless, probably why they've got the forensics in, because no fucking normal. They'll make a cleaner retire. A normal cleaner. Mm, yeah. That'd sit you. A normal cleaner. <laughs> oh, yeah, got a job for you, mate. Yeah, too easy and just hitting that. Mm. There'd be some fucking money in that forensic cleaning, eh? Oh, yeah. And, but you would get some head noise. Oh, fuck, man. Here we go. Quinn's onto it. I want to know how, what it takes to become one. Like, you'd have to have pr- proper licenses and be trained to not fuck it. Oh, you'd be an absolute guru in the cleaning game. How much do crime scene cleaners make in Australia? Oh, oh that's head noise already. We just so saw an image. Look like a headshot. Yeah. So, oh. uh, what the fuck's that say? Like? In Australia, the award rate of an entry trauma crime scene cleaner is around twenty dollars an hour. Bullshit. Fuck off. <laughs> the average hourly pay is about twenty three forty. Are you kidding? Pay rates will increase depending on experience and skill set. Fully trained bio-recovery technicians can easily make between fifty-five dollars and $85,000 depending on how many weekends or after-hours shifts are worked. Are you fucking with well, me? Well, I don't think a forensic cleaner is a nine-to-five fucking job. You probably get called in. But they just said the hourly rate. Yeah, fuck. Who? Not worth it, people. 
Yeah, if you're thinking... But what do they mean, skilled? What are you going to do, fucking 10 headshots and then um, you move up a level? Yeah, well, I think no guts left or yeah. something or no redstone. Holy, how's that? I love, like, movies where they just call a bloke who's, like, the fixer mm. and he will just leave the place spotless. Yeah. Do you reckon they would get coined for sure? Well, look, he'd oh, yeah. probably be on a bit more than 23 an hour. Yeah. What about those ones that um, clean up the old crack houses? Because they got to do it, pull the walls down and shit like that. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Uh, well, hopefully not... we're wrong there because fifty-five thousand, you'd just be a normal cleaner because surely that's what they're on. Yeah. Look, I hundred I wouldn't be getting into the um, headshot cleaning up game. No. If it was <laughs> filth coin, you, it'd be half tempting. Like filth coin, you could name. Oh, mm. I don't know. Oh. It's pretty wild. It'd be horrific. It'd be a fucking short career things. if I was doing it. Yeah. It'd be entertaining to watch you do it. I'd throw up. I'd, yeah, I'd make more mess than exactly. That, that was You'd there. be fucking cleaning up your own spew as you're going. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucking loose though. How's old mate? Like, just, so he's just decided I'm gonna blame the cat grub. <laughs> that cat had a bit on by the sounds. Yeah, nah, your stick cat? to your story, mate. That's yeah. He's, at least you got to give him that. He's consistent, isn't he? Just like, nah, it was your cat. <laughs> <laughs> Your cat used all your clothes to try and clean it too. <laughs> Fuck. Can't have a cat. <laughs> right. There we go. Move on, shall we? Shout out to friends at cleaners. Yeah. Tommy, Cam, and cheese and bacon quiche. <laughs> Just got a bit of lingo for you. Um, big Cambodian. I was listening to a potty the other day when you reckon you were uh, camping and you were felt a bit crook. And you shit yourself in the building, spilling out both ends there. That's called getting screenshotted, mate. <laughs> and uh, just a quick joke for you. What's the difference between a used tyre and 365 used condoms? One's a good year, one's a great year. Cheers, <laughs> boys. Loving your work. Oh. That, that's that's um, in the running because oh. I haven't heard screenshotted before. <laughs> oh, I love that, bro. Because I'm picturing doing a screenshot where you're hitting both yeah, ends. Yeah. Like you just go doosh and you can imagine just going... Like both sides, wow. <laughs> I love that. That is the name for it. That's so funny. I'm so using that in a yarn. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, mate, I fucking end up just screenshotting the whole joint. Yeah, yeah. Wake up with a big screenshot, uncontrollable screenshot. Have you ever, gone back to like the throw up yarn, have you ever like just woke up and you've spewed in your bed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, I've done I've it once. Of, I woke up and I was spewing. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't wake up and go, do you know how you were saying it's on? Yeah. I mm. woke up to spew coming out of my mouth. And yeah. I'm like, fuck. Like as in was spewing and obviously made me way outside and that, but destroyed the fucking bed and stuff. And that's, that's, only scary, that's the scary thing where people die because they choke on their own spew. That's yes. right. Sl- 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 yeah, exactly. So if someone does pass out at a party or something like that, go and put them on their guts or on their side. So if they spew... They fucking spew out because a lot of people have died by choking on their own vomit. Like heroin being, overdoses. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, well, on Tommy's 21st, or you just do what um, one of his uncles did and just pick me up by the scruff of the back of the head. Yeah, so Cambodian was passed out face down out in the paddock near where we were. On, True. Was it 21st or 18th? 21st. Yeah, me 21st. And uh, one of my uncles just went over to check on him and just picked him up by the back of the hair. 
So his face was up, yeah. squirted some water into him and then just put him back down face down. <laughs> I don't think that was put me down. It was just let go of the hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but moral of the story is you were face down. Yeah. Couldn't At least stood. someone checked on me. Yeah. <laughs> That's the positive. Yeah. That's right. And here you are today to tell a story. Yes. That's right. Turn move on. That was fucking, I loved that. Imagine like finishing a bender. Oh, bro, I was screenshotted yesterday. Oh, bro, I was screenshotted everywhere. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's so good. The boys are calling that Um, it definitely wasn't food poisoning, like from the tuna blood. But I I reckon you can get food poisoning 12 hours later for it to kick in. But uh, anyway, they're not on my side. Well, yeah. I can see why. Can you? Can we you're have pretty, a quick look? We're going, pretty dramatic. Like. Can some food poisoning? I don't know. What, what are you, what are delayed, you delayed food poisoning, take up to twelve hours. So it reckons it was like gastro, salmonella. So gastro and flu-like symptoms can appear between eight and seventy-two hours after eating the infected food and last for two to five days. Um, Camp, what's this? Campylobacter. Oh, what the fuck? Campylobacter. Yeah. Sounds like a cam is an actor. Gastro <laughs> symptoms appear in two to five days and can last for two to ten. So that's salmonella, though. Yeah, that's, that's the chicken, that, that's, yeah, that's the that's the top of the leaderboard for fucking food poisoning. Mm. Salmonella. Mm. How shit is gastro, bro? Oh. Yeah, well, that's, that's what being fit. screenshotted. That's, yeah, yeah, that's right. Oi, do you know and what? that comes on heavy? Well, there's oh, only yeah. one thing you got to do with gastro. That's get a big bucket. Sit on the shitter and hold the bucket between yourself and just let it go. Let it go. I am. Um, it's a good up. little weight loss thing. Yeah. To get that every six months. Yeah, just eat some raw chicken and fucking <laughs> all. It was a screenshot. Yeah. <laughs> I rocked up for my Sunday shift at the pub once and I, like, I thought I was hung because we had a big night before. I thought I was hungover as fuck and I spewed all down the fire exit. Oh. And, like, I. I couldn't hold it in mm. like it was coming out and it turns out I had it like I wasn't hungover as fuck and oh. I had to like go home and just face like death. And how do you like, explain that to him going, yeah, he had a big well, night last more, night and then yeah. the next minute is gastro. It's more of a health and safety thing because like you're around food and shit. Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. Mm. <clears throat> but how many people in that game would be like, oh, I just can't, man, got gastro and they're just busted hungover. Mm. I think it, I was all right because Katie had it because she worked in childcare. Oh, all right. Like, I'm like, I've got it. Yeah. See you later. The Wuhan <laughs> wet market daycares. <laughs> yes. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. What's going on, fellas? It's Nathan here. I was just listening to the podcast from this last week, and uh, you guys were talking about how women's shitters are way more disgusting than the men's, and I got a little story. So when I was in high school, I was a lifeguard. And of course, you know, at the end of the day, we got to clean the bathrooms. So, uh, this thank fuck was not while we were closed. But anyway, uh, only time this ever happened, someone had gone into the women's bathroom and shit all over the floor, the toilet seat. There were handprints and shit on the walls. And then the fucking stall was locked so they either climbed over the top or went underneath i hope to god they did not go underneath but there's shit everywhere in this stall it was awful but like i said thankfully 
we were still open. So I didn't have to clean it. The girls that I worked with did. But also, I have a joke for you. So there's a couple guys hanging out in one of his backyard and to get a couple beers, you know. And he's got a bulldog, one of the guys, right? And so the bulldog is laying there licking his balls in the yard, as they do. And uh, one of the guys looks to the other one and says, Oh, man, don't you wish you could do that? And his friend looks at the dog and kind of nods his head a little bit and sighs. He's like, nah. Looks back at him. Looks back at his friend and is like, wow. You should probably pet him first. <laughs> anyway, I thought you guys might like those couple of stories there. Have a good one. On you, bro. Cheers, yeah, bro. that's a that's a good joke, that one. I've heard it told a few different ways, but it's always fucking good. Um, the, the smearing poo. Now, that happens, like, a lot. Like, that sort of thing. And to me, like, surely it has to be done in anger. Yeah. That's all I can see a smoo period a poo smearing event happening and it has to be in anger. Like they they know the cleaner. Well, oh, well like the, the person they hate the person at the establishment or yeah. or they've got fucked over or they're just because surely that can't be a situation where they don't make it. Like it wouldn't be like a look if I shit my pants nearly at the toilet I wouldn't be like and just grab handfuls of it oh, and fucking yeah. smear it and you know yeah like that's mm. not an accident when they then when there's the poo smeared on walls and like that's like fucking yeah like the poo picasso it's fucking weird <laughs> the poo picasso you know like i just i've never got it but it oh, does i don't get it at all like playing with it like mm. in your hands and poo oh. wow guck and chicks don't fart, so that's weird. <laughs> Girls don't poo. Uh, Move on. Yeah. Always shitting. Tommy. Shitting. Cam. Cleef Burglar. Lightweight Lance from Louisiana. <laughs> and if you're worrying about the nickname, don't worry. It's an old one and I've conquered the country. <laughs> anyway, just wanted to stop in. You guys had a little chat about the old insurance over here in the States. Oh, yeah. I got a pretty fucking funny story about that. A uh, little backstory. So, get out of high school, obviously. They don't teach you shit about life or insurances or loans or anything like that. So, get out of high school and go straight to work. A buddy of mine uh, starts filling out his insurance because we all pay for medical over here and it's monthly and all this shit. Well, not thinking twice, he's rolling through his on-hire packet and flips out to the medical section, checks it off, good to go, carry on. Well, a few months later at work, he gets a hernia. So he starts, you know, oh, well, got to get off work, short-term leave, go have the surgery, this and that. Come to find out, fucker selected mental and not medical insurance. Oh. So... Although he's a stupid fucker, he was covered in that area, but he had to come out tens of thousands of dollars to pay this fucker to put his ball sack back in place. Oh. Anyway, thought you guys would get a fucking load out of that one. Stay out of it. Stay in it. See ya. 
Oh, no. It generally, like, pulls some heartstrings for me knowing that that's the system they got over there, eh? Oh, it's shocking. I'd be, it'd be fucked, mate. Like, imagine you're going through life and you might be going all right or you're saving a little bit of money there or you're this and that and then boom. Like, just, and it can happen to anyone, a hernia or a fucking broken leg or something like that or an yeah. ACL and shit and you just go, oh, bang, what the fuck? Yeah, very grateful to be living here, that's for sure. And I always blow up every month when we're doing the Medibank bill because I'm like, we're not even using it. Mm. And it's costing a fuckload. But I'm like, it's just that one incident when something goes wrong or you need a surgery or something like that. Mm. Or even, mate, even if you do an injury and then it's the recovery after going to the physio all the time or yeah. the chiropractor or whatever the fuck you're doing, just having that. And, like, I think the for your eyesight, like, my missus wears glasses. Yeah. So, like, she gets a free pair every year and all this sort of stuff. Like, it does – I just re- recommend you use it, like, as in whenever you can, like, you know. Yeah. I'm shocking for it. I haven't, I haven't been to the physio, chiropractor. I'd love to go to the chiropractor, get my neck sort of put back in, but I just – I don't know. Have you had your wisdom? <coughs> Touched the fuck out of this wood, but no, I have not had any wisdom teeth come through at okay. all. What about you? No, not yet. <laughs> yeah, I think I got one pulled out. Think, or, or two, the two bottom ones. I think Cam's okay. having one right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I got a tooth removed, it saved it because it pretty much like closed the gap. Mm. Yeah, right. Eh? Yeah, but fuck. That was the worst pain I've ever been in my life when they left a bit of tooth in there. And I went back two days later and said, you've definitely lost something in here. And they did another x-ray and all that and um, nothing. And then I remember I still know where I was standing at night shift. Mm. And I was using my six-inch ruler, digging around in my gums, and just pulled this full shard out. Oh. I'm like, you fucking grub cunt. Uh. I'm like, how hard is it? That could, um, that could actually be a new nickname, eh? If someone's a proper fuckwit, you can just start calling them a wisdom tooth. I like that. Can you just say, yeah, well, nice. fucking, you're a pain and no cunt likes you. Right, a wisdom tooth. Yeah, he's that wisdom tooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wisdom. Yeah, anyway, that's good. Why the fuck do they call them a wisdom tooth? Yeah, I don't know. Definitely don't make you smarter when they're coming through. Mm. Nah, that, I reckon because it's so close to your head, when you got like a toothache, <laughs> that just fucks you. There's a few things that fuck you like that, isn't there? Like, I, for ear, me, an ear, ear, ear infection. infection. Oh, yeah. wow. That is that is such a head fucker, the ear infection, the toothache. Yeah, you're right. There's a few of those things that you just can't think about anything else when it's on. Just write you off. I remember when <laughs> your last earache was a fucking... My last ear infection. Oh, I shouldn't have been around anyone. You are a very dramatic person when you're, um, you've got something, though. Yes. Yeah, it's entertaining, but mm-hmm. I reckon Cass would. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> that ear, like those two things. Oh, yeah. that ear infection and that tooth, top two. Yeah, I had snap bones and surgeries and fucking. We should def. I can't wait to get her on one day and just go through your biggest carry-ons medically. Yeah. <laughs> 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 What's your top two? Um. Oh. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm, you're pretty sensitive too when something goes wrong too. Mm, no, not like nothing really goes wrong though. No, no, but I think like you get a decent scratch and you'll tell everyone about it for a bit. Yeah, I don't know. 
What's your top two like injuries? Um, uh, just playing footy, like my uh, ankle. You haven't, have you broken any bones? No, only that one from punching. Um, oh, mate, yeah, yeah, just me, just me knuckle, my little little finger knuckle. It was it was funny actually. I was um <clears throat> we we're away on a footy camp, and I think we were like under sixteens or something like that. Or it might have been a lot earlier. Anyway, we we're away for Capra's, like playing the Q Cup stuff. And um, hate shit out to him. He's been a fucking idiot in the room. And I fucking backhand punched him on the leg. Just went boom. And I went, oh, fuck, that hurt my hand. And then that night, man, I was in the horrors, like, awake because it was hurting and aching and shit. And I'm just like, well, I've done something to me hand here. Hmm. But I'm like, me old boy would be that off me if I said that I did this. So I just didn't say anything. Warmed up with the team and that. And I was just like, fucking, it's fucking hurting here but i just need to go out there and then i can just say something happened mm. so i went out and played for like five minutes come out of a tackle holding me hand and i was like oh yeah went off i'm like yeah someone stood on me hand it's fucked and then yeah went to the doctors bro and how's this got an x-ray and uh they come and talk to me and they're like yeah so we call this a boxer's fracture <laughs> and they're like um have you have you been um like punching anyone and i was like nah nah it's weird eh? i just got stood on and the old boy's like oh right and then, yeah, like a few years later, I told him about it. And he's like, yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I was saying yeah. when I got surgery on my hand, when I got that bloke side on <laughs> with a hammer punch. And then my mum's there and I said it got fucking stood on or something like that. And they're like, mate, that's a boxer's fracture. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's a couple of poor punching techniques. Shows you how fucking used That was we fucked. Are. I remember at work and I'm going, right, I'll be back. I was going to go get an x-ray on this to be checked. Oh, just to check. I've already been at work for five days. Yeah. I'll be back in an hour. Next minute, I'm in surgery that afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> you had a bit of time off during your apprenticeship. Yeah, didn't you? they put mail on it like it well, I had half the apprenticeship off, but it fucking wasn't. Uh, what I have, I, I had eight weeks and then I had another four for something else. Oh, with like, no, Mayo, uh, you probably did two out of your four years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they did enjoy putting mayo on it. Oh, oh fucking cow mayo. Oh, Larry, you yeah. only done fucking year and a half, but Oh, good stuff. But yeah, no, I haven't, I've been like, obviously, touch wood, I've been pretty lucky not to have any like really bad injuries like that. I reckon my most painful one, which I carried on about, is when I got that catfish barb stuck into my knuckle of my finger, bro. And that wasn't even anything hectic. I just remember I was fucking in some, yeah. My dumbest one was fucking on my motorbike with the foot peg and I was on the phone and it was on the slippery gravel. I was just like sitting there on idle and I just dropped it clean into my foot. Oh. And then just fucking. Oh. Yeah. That hurt. See that? See that? Yeah. In my toe. Yeah. Like fucking eight stitches. Beautiful. Bruh. Mm. Yeah. But no, not too bad. So hopefully that stays that way. For sure. Touch wood. Mm. <laughs> I fucking tell you what, it is fucking hard to tell a story to someone when you're not actually talking to someone. <laughs> Fuck me, it's hard. Anyway, <laughs> g'day, I'm Alex. I'm a plumber. Hey mate. And I got asked to go to a job by a property manager to replace a kitchen mixer and fix some other shit going in the kitchen. Fuck it. Anyway, doesn't matter. He tells me no one's going to be home, but they're going to leave the front door unlocked. So I go there, and I knock on the door. I knock on the door anyway, make it known that I'm there. Shouted, 
G'day, it's a plumber. No one answers. Thought, you beauty. There is actually no one home. Go in the kitchen, suss it out, make a fair bit of noise, clear out underneath the, the sink so I can actually work there. Some of the plumbers will understand what the fuck I'm talking about there. Anyway, go outside, turn the water off at the meter, come back inside, turn a few, turn the tap on in the kitchen, water's flowing, turn the tap on in the bathroom, water's flowing. Notice it's a four bedroom house and thought, yep, there's gotta be an ensuite in here somewhere. I go to the first bedroom fucking door and I open the cunt and what greets me? A little Chinaman sitting on his bed having a fucking wank feet <laughs> towards me. He looks me square in the eyes. I quickly turn the fuck around, shut the door. He's in there going, oh no, my wife, my wife. And I'm just like, bro, I get it. I'm married too. We live in a hard world. It's fucked. But anyway, hope you guys like it. I can tell you right now, I fucking didn't, but all my mates thought it was pretty funny. Hope you guys too. <laughs> Adios. There's old mate just getting one away while he can. Yeah. He's been busted. I like that um, etiquette thing too when, like, you're going to fix the tap or the water and you've got all your um, cleaning products and all that under the sink and I'm always going to pack them all to the side just to fucking change something underneath. That's yeah. just, if you know that's half the problem, fucking Have it help your tradesman out. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you're going to mow a lawn and you put all the – people got all the shit in their yard and you're moving shit mm. to do the job. And if you know the plumbers around checking taps and that, probably don't just sit towards the door flogging yourself. Yeah, on your, on your chair. Or, or, or lock it, <laughs> maybe even. Lock the door. I'm a big fan of locks on doors, eh? Like, it's hard. It's one of those things where I feel like having those locks where you can get, you know, a butter knife and change it from the outside for kids. Yeah. Because it's like I can see where people wouldn't want to have locks on kids' doors. Yeah. But I think it just stops that initial, like, bang, here I am, baby. Yeah. You know, I'm a big, big fan of locks. Uh, that was a good yarn anyway. Thanks, Austin and Leslie having a pull. <laughs> Tim Tam Tommy, camcorder. Cool Weef Nation. There he is going. Cool Big job Nation. Joy here from fucking Melbourne. And uh, look, I was just ringing up to uh, share a bit of a yarn with y'all and uh, fucking tell you about my little experience on public transport. Now, our public transport system down here is pretty good but you see the odd fucking character or two. Anyway, how's this for a story? I shit you not, no fucking word of a fucking lie, man. This happened to me, and I couldn't believe my fucking eyes. This cunt, I was on the way home from work on a fucking Friday afternoon, and I shit you not, this cunt is dressed up like like a fucking wizard, and he stands at the door of the fucking train and no shit, when people fucking try and get in, he was standing there with his big fucking stick, stomping no. it on the ground, saying, You shall not pass! <laughs> I couldn't my fucking oh. It was actually the fucking weirdest trip out I've ever seen. I'll just walk on the train and see this cunt go, You shall not pass! What the fuck? Fuck, are you even thinking, cunt? But yeah, <laughs> fucking stay the fuck out of yourselves for fuck's sake, girl. Oh, that's so good. Oh, Gandalf, <laughs> you shall not. Reckon he's on acid and just going. I'm going on a tour. Probably. He probably think he was keeping the orcs out. Yeah.
Who knows? Yeah, he, he's at Mordor, bro. He's not yeah. on the train. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that's right. He's at Mordor. Yeah, he's having a great fucking time. That's what he's doing. <laughs> Where are all the suckers for fucking laughing at him? He's just like, oh, sick. Imagine if there were like <laughs> public trains here in Gladdy. Imagine the characters. Oh. <laughs> Look, Dude, I understand. I, you I, could I, do a TV show. Oh, Subway dramas. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I like if you lived in a place like that. Obviously, like you probably would do the public transport thing, like mm. because it just makes sense in that. But oh man, I'm so glad that we don't have to. I hate trains. Yeah, man. I just hate having to be forced to be with people you don't want to be with. After that fat girl ate three beef lasagnas under forty minutes on the way to fucking Nambour from Gladstone. Can you please get right into that yarn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so I was going from Gladstone to, I mean, parents were already, it was school holidays. <clears throat> they were in sunny coast because we do a couple of weeks down there every year. And for some reason, I stayed back working or doing something. And then I caught the train down to meet up with them. And there was plenty of spare seats, right? And this girl was huge. like Hard to stop from 10 out. Just shouldn't have been on a train. Yeah. Should have been in a fucking 20-foot shipping container fucking behind the train. <laughs> Easily. Anyway, you know those, like, little sidebars? Yeah. Like, oh. her leg was, like, pushing through. So I sat like this outside of the aisle. And I said to the hostess, I said, can I move forward? together? go, oh, no, next stop, they're all going to be full. Next stop, they're all going to be full. We got past Bundy and... Yeah, she started hooking into these beef lasagnas, mate, from the Bay Marie. She got three and just piled them up on a fucking gunt. <laughs> and just ate these things one after another. Like just one after bu- another. One just after pumping. another, just a buffet. And I've got three chins. This thing was like wiping her chins down from the lines of like the... Oh, it was just oh, a mess. It was, holy fuck, mate. Oh. And I never got to move seats. And there were still spare seats, like, by the end of the trip. Oh, so did, was that, like, one, like, a, is it like a plane? Like, I'm not big in the train game, but is it like a seated uh, ticket? Yeah. Yeah, right. But it, uh, I, don't know I surely should have just... Been out of move. Just moved that one. Mm. Mm. You well, know, you always think, like, that's back when I was single, going, oh, how good would it be if just a nice young lady sat next to me? Mm. Had a decent conversation Had a bit of a on the way. Yeah. Yeah, it's normally what? always a fucking weapon, isn't it? You just hope for a normal cunt. Just yeah. a normal You got either Malat or a fat girl. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like or just a like I remember this is a great time to bring it up. We were on a flight once, whole family. I can't remember what we were doing. Probably heading down to see the rallies in South Australia or whatever, but we were on a plane and it was in the morning and me, my sister and my mum got sat in one row. Mm. And the old boy got sat in a different one a couple back. <laughs> now, he got sat next to this bloke who dad reckons he had his hoodie pulled over his head. He was swaying. He had the real big hiccups. And he stunk like a distillery, like Ooh. a rum distillery. Oh, and oh, he oh. was just wounded, this cunt, and was sitting there. And dad sat down. He's like, fuck's sake. Anyway, I heard the chick come down and pointed over and said, hey, Guys, um, is everything okay here? And Dad literally says, yeah, I'm sweet, but I can't guarantee that cunt's safety is his fuse on me. 
Yeah. And they said, oh, sir, come on, come up here. And Dad got took up to the fucking business, for, uh, the old business section. Yeah, got, nice. got his seat upgraded. But I just remember laughing at him. Yeah, I can't guarantee this cunt's safety if he spews on me. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah, that so, gives me nightmares, that train thing still. Oh. Wow, that is fucking funny. I think I told it on earlier episodes. I probably put a little bit more mayo on that. Oh, I don't know. I think no, I would have like, remembered that. Yeah. I swear you haven't, I. She was huge. Wow. So, and just punished fucking lasagnas. Mm. I'll tell you what, the only good... Sat on her The gunt. only good train I've been on like is a stable that, table. That bullet train in China doing 300 and whatever it's doing. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it would be pretty And the one we went, we went from... Um, well, I'll probably fuck this up. London under the sea to France. Mm. Oh, yeah. In the channel. In the channel. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Mm. Bit of darkness. Fuck, that'd freak you out, wouldn't it? So I've been on a few trains. Yeah. Well, there you go. Mm. And, oh, I got one more. Why well, I hate them. I didn't what, speak trains to Trains or fat chicks? Trains. <laughs> China. We mm. went on the locals train overnight. Yeah. I didn't speak to my mother for another... It should have been three days, but I think I just didn't talk to her for about 12 hours. Oh, you're that offer. Mate, we rocked up. There's spew. I swear there was a chicken. <laughs> There's three Chinese people on the top bunk. Dad on the bottom. Me off to the other side. And another three Chinese people up the top again. Bruh. Wow. And for overnight. And I remember... Like looking at dad and fucking, oh. he didn't speak at all either. Oh, we walked onto the train just seeing it all, and they're all hot food, and people are sitting in the fucking, um, oh. the hall of it, like cooking shit. Oh. Like we went on the proper locals train overnight. Oh, mate, that would have been an experience. Yeah. I'll tell you what, yeah, I didn't, I should never speak to my mother again after that. Yeah. So you didn't go again, though. Well, that was a one. No, we got a different thing back. Mm. That was out. We, well, somewhere in China, we were going out to the Terracotta Warriors. Yeah. And that was the train ride overnight. And I said to him, I'm just flying to Hong Kong. Fuck, I'll see you in Hong Kong. <laughs> How old were you at that stage? I was 20. Oh, tr- 20. Um, oh, true. Yeah, this was. Um, oh. oh, no. Yeah, it would have been 20. It would have been fourth year apprentice. What wow. age would you then? then? Yeah, would have been. You would have been. I reckon you would have been 20. 21. Yeah. There you go. I hate Shout train. out to public transport pretty much off the back of that. Yeah. Even, well, fuck. We've got some few yarns with those trains. <laughs> <laughs> Shall yeah. we move on? Yeah. yeah. Let's move on. What's going on, toad fuckers? Ooh. Hey, I love the podcast, boys. Always makes me laugh and can sometimes even change my whole day at some of the shit you guys come up with. And you encourage me to tackle situations more open-mindedly because of the content that you guys are putting out. So thanks very much for that. And on that, Tommy, you've talked about giving stand-up comedy a go a couple of times now, and I hope you do have a crack at that because you've encouraged me to have a crack at some situations. So if you do have a go at it, I hope you do a better job than Craig McLaughlin live on the footy show. Remember that debacle? Fuck, that was hilarious. While back, you boys are talking about things that your kids have done to you, injuries of the like. Well, when my young fella was about eight months old, he hit me in the head with a torch that hard and that flush 
He split my eye open, closed it for two and a half days, and I had a black eye for about two and a half, three weeks, which made the missus tell absolutely anyone that would listen that either the dinner wasn't on the table, the lawn wasn't mowed, I didn't pull it, put her away, didn't do this, didn't do that. She told that many people, that many made-up bullshit stories that I didn't even know what the truth was anymore. All right, I'll finish on a joke. So this joke's about Tommy and Cam back in their younger days, when not with their current wives, with their girlfriends or whatever, back in the day when they are playing the field, running amok. And it's about Cam the deviant and Tommy the cheeky cunt. Now the boys are taking their missus away down the coast for a nice weekend away. And Cam's missus is on her rags. So the deviant comes up with this idea when they're all sitting down for dinner on the first night and he convinces Tommy that at 12 o'clock that night they'll switch rooms, thinking his missus on her rags, Tommy ain't getting none, and he'll have a crack at Tommy's missus. 12 o'clock comes, the boys walk past each other in the hallway and Cam lets him know, he goes, Oi, make sure you let me know in the morning how you went. Then in the morning, Cam's pretty chuffed with himself because he got one and he goes, Tommy, no chance, Tommy got nothing. So sitting down... Cam looks over at Tommy, gets his attention, and then taps once on the table. Tommy's like, fuck, he rooted my missus. But Tommy's a cheeky cunt. So he looked over at Cam, reached over, and tapped twice on the Vegemite and once on the jam. <laughs> Get that up here, Cam, you cheeky, deviant cunt. All right, boys, stay out of yourselves. Ah, <laughs> oh, beautiful. Uh, uh, what a fucking good yarn that was. Bit of everything there. Yeah, finished on a ripper joke. Personalised too, mate. The um, yeah, I, de- I definitely I'm gonna do it like eventually. I think um, like hinting we'll probably get to next week with some details and let you know. But we're gonna start looking at doing some or well, doing a live event this year. Yeah, uh, coming up, which will dabble in a bit of a little bit of that sort of thing. But that's when I'll sort of get the feel for being in front of a live crowd and stuff, and starting to get the vibe for it, and watching other people do some comedy and that. And I think it's a very fun space that we're looking to get into soon. So keep your fucking ear holes peeled for that. Um, we'll, we'll be talking about it very soon. But yeah, mate, I that just sparks another idea, which I'll talk to you afterward. But mm. yeah. But There's yeah, so it's, many opportunities. It's gonna be great. Yeah, for sure, man. Hell and, yeah! And like you said, that like thanks heaps, man. That we've sort of inspired you to go give things a crack as well. And appreciate your kind words, mate. Quentin, call me back. Nah, just fucking with <laughs> little here with his unthreatening cock. Now, <laughs> a little called little because me last name's little, not because I have a small cock. That's just mm. a coincidence. Now, fellas, just something I've noticed on from the earlier podcast. The Yabby Pump. He's called the Yabby Pump. Then you describe it. On the sand with your little sucker sucking out the Yabbies. They're not fucking Yabbies, boys. Down here in Dad Kissing Country, they're known as nippers. Yabbies are in the dam. Put your little opera house trap in. Little fucking body things climb in it. Two big nippers. Fucking going ya. Stop these little fucking things that you're calling nippers or Yabbies. All right, boys. Yeah. The Yabbies, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not even entertaining that. The Yabbies. We've always known them as Yabby. Yeah, Yabbies, bro. Pink nipper Yabbies. Or else we'll, get, we'll just dive in. It's funny because we'll just dive into like then Red Claw or. Yeah. Um, That's right. Like it? Red Claw are the things in here. Or freshwater Yabbies. Yeah, like obviously other things are called Yabbies too, but nippers. 
That's what I call fucking kids, Red kids at the beach fucking learning how to swim as nippers. Yeah, with surf. <laughs> yeah, surf yeah. life saving is what's called nippers here, bro. So I don't put my hands on uh, those sorts of nippers. Mm. So. <laughs> the yabby pump. Yeah, the old yabby pump. It's not called a nipper pump, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moving on. But fucking. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. I was just going to say. Run your own race. Yeah, <laughs> things are called different different things, I suppose. Like down in Tassie, obviously, there's a heap of shit that's called fucking different that we're learning and we have learned. Yeah. So, hey, if you want to call them nippers, call them nippers, but it's not like I'm going to. Little boys and Cheerios, mate. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's twisted. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy, Cam, Quinella, Ado from down Mexico here. Um, this isn't a yarn, this isn't a fucking carry on, nothing like that. It's just a bit of a massive thank you and appreciation to you boys. Uh, this podcast fucking pushes me through a lot of head noise and shit like that, but um, just sort of also pushing me through getting out of my comfort zone and doing something that I didn't think that I could do. Started doing a bit of a fitness journey and uh, content creating around that. Definitely would have been able to do that without listening to this body and having you guys sort of tell us to push, do, do shit that's out of our comfort zone. I really couldn't fucking take you enough, boys. Keep doing what you're doing. Love every bit of the potty. Stay out of yourselves. How good's that? Fucking love hearing that sort of shit. And that inspires me too. Like, do you know how I get to the point now where I'm fucking overweight? Like, as in, I feel fucking uncomfortable. Like, I'm. I've done it the last sort of four to five years. I get to a point where I start to feel uncomfortable, man, and feel shit, and my shirts are starting to become tight, and some don't even fit. And I'm like, righto. So yeah. I got to pull the pin soon, and I'll probably start the old month on the man shakes or something. How I normally do things. I'm not sure what exactly yet, but I definitely need to do something. And you know, if we can inspire people to do like something like that, I need to pull my own finger out soon and go right. I can't like start looking after yourself a little bit. Yeah, I definitely need to practice what I preach and fucking start hooking in again. Yeah, like I've never. I'm luckily I've never preached about fitness. No, I know. Like, and and stuff like we've never done that because obviously that'd be the most hypocritical thing for us two fat cunts to do. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's it's about time that me and you actually take a bit of responsibility for how we look as well. I eh? and go right. Hey, eh? let's let's pull our fingers out a bit and try and. But it does know. fire me up. The people just getting after it. Just going after something. Yeah, that's right, and that's all it might take a little fucking push in the right direction for people to have a crack, isn't it? Give something a go, you know. I love having those conversations with people. You know, the typical, "Hey, mate, how you going? What's been happening?" Yeah, and then it always goes, "Not much, mate. Just working," you know. But I like it when someone goes, "Oh, actually, mate, we're fucking rebuilding this motorbike." Well, oh, mate, oh, hey, it- hey, I've actually just fucking. Um, bought a house over the island or... Yeah. yeah. Do, do you know what I've been pumped about lately? We've been very lucky to start meeting some pretty cool people that are kicking ass in their chosen field and what they're doing right yep. in the last sort of probably only month or two is really stepping it up going, fuck, this is cool, the people we're meeting. Fucking 99% of them have been just like us, just like you, normal fucking people. And I feel like before you actually meet the people that you watch on Instagram or something like that, you think they're this different person and they're built different and they fucking, that's why they're kicking ass. No, they're just a normal cunt like you and like us. So all you need to do is believe in yourself a little bit and have a go and you could easily be one of those cunts. That's all it is. 
You know, that's what I've find noticed. Your, find your passion. Yeah, that's what I've noticed massively is it's like don't put people on a pedestal. They're just fucking like you and us, you know. But I've really enjoyed it, meeting those people and seeing their mindset and stuff. And that's all it is, is getting in that right mindset and you can fucking do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks can for I, your call, mate. Can I just say, like, starting since starting here, mm. I've what Cam was just saying, I've really done that a lot more too. Like, you talk to someone, you don't say, like, oh, how are you going? Yeah, good, thanks, or whatever. Like, you say, oh, how's this venture going? Yeah. Where are you at here? Like, are you going to start this thing soon or whatever? Yeah. And I feel, yeah, you bounce off, like, obviously the people you care about the most and you sort of fire them up a yeah. bit more too. Ask a bit about what they're doing. and Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Well, people are good at saying it to me. You look at, how's Poddowers going? How's the excavation business? How's Bub? Yeah. How's the missus? Mm. Mm. But I, I, I just need to go, oh, like, what are you doing, mate? Like, yeah, mm. offer a bit of a two-sided conversation and show a bit of interest in their life and that as well. Yeah. Yeah, and I know what you mean, for sure. Thanks for your call, mate. Yeah, bro. Tommy. Cam. Fucking Quino. It's all hand-sended from out west where everything's fucking best. I was just listening to uh, episode <laughs> 117. Now, um, in relation to the strict parents, I grew up with a single mother. Um, I used to sneak out all the time. Old mumsy. Caught on to the fucking game. She put fucking security windows on me fucking windows of me bedroom. Ooh. So I could not sneak out worth a fuck. Till I'll send it here with the fucking genius that I am. Undid the fucking screws on the cunt except for the top two. And tied it to me bed head with a shoelace. At night. I'd sneak the Sheilas in instead of sneaking out. <laughs> Come some sort of uh, teenage fucking pimp, I guess, or gigolo. Anyway, boys, stay out of yourselves. Keep up the good work. And get that cunt with the guinea farm on him more. He's not too bad. <laughs> yeah, he is good. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Cam, you would have yeah, snuck I'd, out when he oh, Yeah, I yeah, snuck a few in. <laughs> I still remember I only did it I think I only did it once um, Oh a couple of times But once like he's saying Go see a chick or whatever Back in the day I can't remember It might have been like year 10 There's a chick down the road Out at the ranch And um, I think I got the old pushy And yep. fucking moved it Towards the window Propped it up I went out and popped The fucking outside screen And put it down Next to the window And just had it like Popped ajar yep. And then was just Laying there like <laughs> Like looking up at the thing, wait till everyone the lights went off, waited another half an hour, and then it was like dun 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 and I'm like out the out the window, pushed the bike out to the road, and then I was like, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> up the street. Went and I'm not gonna fucking tell you about what happened there. But uh guess you can imagine and then yeah, floated home, bike up against the thing, straight in the window, happy days. I think I said it before, I took off one night and um Dad's come down here, I think he was on to me. And then next minute you just hear the fucking 80 series just bellowing. <laughs> and I've just hid in the bush and then raced home and lied on the couch. Started coughing so he'd know I'm back. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I just had an asthma attack. I've been here the whole time. Mm. So yeah, right, I'm going get the fuck out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> you little cat. Yeah, what are you doing out? Yeah. Yeah, good times. What about you, Quinn? No, I am... Um... 
Weren't a sneaky boy. I, to be completely honest, I'd just tell mum and dad what I was doing. Mm. And like that if, because if they knew, like I was pretty lucky, like 15 onwards, they didn't really care as long as they knew the parents or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But um, I was, you know, once again, not an alpha, like I was a gamer, mm. all that sort of shit. Like I just went over, we just went over and played Counter-Strike with the boys really. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. Because I was trying to think how. with a few girls. I was trying to think how that was going to go. <laughs> hey, mom, just turn it to and go up the road for a sock. That's right. <laughs> like it would really work out. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't yeah. dabble in any of that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. But um, like if, you know. When you were 16 and your mum and dad buy a six-pack or whatever. Yeah. And all that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah. Pretty comfortable with that. Yep. Yeah, for sure. No, mm. it's, it's just brings back a couple of those memories, though, eh? And you go, yeah, yeah, mm. the old fucking I remember, I remember I snuck out one night and jumped in the car or whatever, and then they started calling me. They knew I snuck out. And they <laughs> thought I was going nightclubbing, and I was, like, fucking 15. Yeah, true. I'm like, do you think I was just going to get let into – players was probably open then. Mm. Or do you think I'm just going to get let in as a 15-year-old? <laughs> you still probably get checked for ID too. Like as in Me, you wouldn't yeah, have been able to, yeah, you wouldn't have been able to really sneak in without a proper good fakie. Well, there's a lot of people listening from our local Dan Murphy's and I remember this chick um, asked me for the ID mm. and I said, you've been asking me for 10 years. <laughs> I said, you, when was your long service? Yeah. And she wasn't impressed. Yeah, she wouldn't have been. But I'm going, that's how long I know your face. Like you've 10 years. Yeah. Like you, you'd be due for long service. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you have a fakie? No. Didn't you? Oh, I think. I thought you would have for sure. Nah. Well, look at this face, mate. It's fucking baby face. Well, that's what I mean. That's I remember. I, was... I just remember... Um, like people using mine, or um, we did the scribe the nine or something, mm. the ninth month, and that got him like an early access. Oh yeah, because I um, you got in at seventeen, didn't you? Mm, I got a I got a bloke lives in town that looks poor cunt looks similar to me, <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I grabbed his like we were on a footy trip, um, and he was a couple of years older. And just grabbed his ID and went, tried it one night and went out and it worked. And I was like, fuck yeah, how good's this? Lasted probably two or three times. And obviously using a guy's ID that lives in the town and goes clubbing himself isn't the smartest <laughs> idea. But yeah. a 17-year-old me who's just been allowed to go out, I'm like, woo. So I went and lined up down at the old nightclub down the bottom there. And I was just waiting. She just grabbed it, looked at it and goes, this isn't you. And I was like, Okay. Stood there for a second or two and then just piss bolted up the road like, see ya. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I waited till I was 18. So. Oh, yeah, I was pretty good. I, didn't, I think young Oz, I'd go down there and knock a few schooners over. Yeah. That was about the only spot. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, A lot of people in my grade changed their nines in 99 to an eight. Yeah, that's maybe what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I remember scribing some nine. I don't know what we Magnifying did. Magnifying but... glass, like proper... Precision. Yeah. Oh, and ours was different because we were 94, 95. Did it work all right? I think we did the five yeah. into an eight too. Yeah. I didn't do it, but a lot of people did it for tats, <clears throat> oh. which was interesting. Yeah. A couple of Brendan's brothers getting John 15, 13, bro. Fuck yeah, bro. It's like, <laughs> a, it's like a Bible inscription about being a brother or something. Oh, Johnny. Yeah. Shout out to John. Anyway. Oh, moving on there. A couple of fucking little naughty boy yarns. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Well, it's just way of growing up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Bit of sneaking. 
Tomas, Cameroon, Quincenzo. Boys, how are we? Yeah, Good. lovely stuff. Um, hey, I was pretty fucking hungover on Sunday after having a big night on Saturday being off my lemon spread. <laughs> and on Sunday, me and my mate go for a hangover meal. And I'm like, mate, let's go get a singer box. As you fucking should. Although, my mate says, nah, it makes me feel a bit icky. I'm going to get a Zambrero's burrito. Now, I didn't realise he does the Aussie kiss to his dad, a French kiss, down under. But is that a fucking carry-on? Because I reckon it is. Because that is certainly not a play-on. Because you get that dirty bird and it clears everything out of you. All right? So let me know, fellas. Stay in yourselves. Stay out of yourselves. And get a fucking dog's eye down your queen, you fucking dog. (laughs) Thanks, mate. Do you uh, say he kisses lost, his dad? Mate, I got down lost under. at the French kiss down under on his dad. He's What's saying that? um, like he thinks he mate kisses his dad because he got Zammies over a Zinger burger. Oh, so that was like a that was an insult on his mate saying that he pretty much sucks his dad off. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Got ya. That that Copy. definitely. Mate, I bet you he felt a lot better after the Mexican than you would have after the Zinger. Oh, I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you what though. The time for KFC is as soon as it opens. Yeah. I remember I was coming from here when the twins were born. We come and did an episode and I went back and I'm like, fucking I'm tired as and need something to fire me up. I'm like, ooh, going to get a Zinger box. And, mate, everything in it was fucking beautiful, hot, fresh as nice. salted because everyone's at the start of their shift, fresh batch of stuff. They're probably into it. A bit of fresh oil. Before they stop giving a fuck half an hour later. You know, so yep. I think that's the secret to KFC is the, and that's probably why maybe people like it as a hangover cure because they're knocking on the door when it opens. Yeah, you know, so they're probably getting the best version of it because KFC opens later um, than most takeaway shops. Hey, it's like ten o'clock. Yeah, or I think 9 it is. 30. They're definitely not a breakfast. Ten. Mob. Ten is it? Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah I remember that when we were at school? Yeah, You'd sneak around the corner. Mm. Yeah, sneaky boy. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Move on. Yeah. G'day, boys. Uh, just calling in to say that I uh, love the potty. Um, my old man uh, recently passed away, and just want to let you boys know that listening to the potty has helped me through it. Um, you know, I'm a big boy, you know, I like to think I'm quite macho and that, but, man, when you lose someone you love, it uh, really puts things into perspective, and, um, I've shed a few tears over the last few days and I uh, just want to let you guys know that you've helped me with a lot of head noise and helping me through it, bloke to bloke. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just want to let, let everyone else out there know that, you know, love the people around you, look after the people around you and, you know, uh, don't waste time because, you, you know, you don't know when it's all going to be said and done. And, um, but, uh, yeah, boys, I love your work. Um Keep doing what you're doing and, yeah, stay out of yourself. Cheers, boys. Thanks, brother. That's, uh, yeah, it's, mm. I, I luckily haven't had to go through that yet, like my dad or mum or, 
you know, obviously with filth and that, I've, that's rocked me. But, I mean, that'd be a totally different thing, your dad. And, um, well, for me, it depends. Some people are not going to loop everyone in the same basket. Obviously, some people might not have a relationship with their dad. But I just mean people with a normal, like, well, not normal, good relationship with their parents. Fuck me, man. That would be tough. Oh, definitely someone that's been a part of bringing you into this world. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I'm glad that we could help you. You know, it's not like you try and mask that because I think it's good to go through that emotion and let yourself go and fucking grieve and shit like that. But if we can help you just fill in some time through the day and look at things at a positive note in that time, then, mate, that's that's our job done, I reckon. You know? So thanks for reaching out, brother. And I hope, um, you know, I don't think that thing ever gets easy. No, but time no. does allow you to be able to think about it without breaking down and healing a little bit and... Yeah, mate, I really appreciate your support. Thank you, mate. Thank mm. you. Tommy, Cam, Quinn. Right. Touring up because I've got a bone to pick with Dan fucking Murphy and the way his fucking trolleys are engineered. So today, after work, you know, went into Dan, Uncle Dan's, and... uh going to get me a, a, a case of better beer um, and uh, I, I've got a trolley because I was getting um, another, I was getting two cases, got a trolley, you know, everything was going sweet, uh, paid for it, come out of the car, put the, uh, the cases in the car and then taking the trolley back and the little fucking wheel front touched the curb and the fucking metal bit at the back just drilled my shin, <laughs> and I'm not telling. I'm not, I'm not saying like a little, little drill. It fucking all <laughs> drilled right into the bone and extracted my fucking bone marrow. That's how hard it is. <laughs> and I didn't want to act like a pussy in front of all the shoppers, so I just walked it off. Got in my car. As soon as I got in my car, I was like, "Fuck, fuck that hurt. Fuck you, Dan Murphy." <laughs> There's a bit to unwrap um, about the trolleys because uh, I was at Dan Murphy's also the other day mm. and I took my um, daughter in and I was just expecting for some dumb reason that um, they'd had the legs there. Oh, but they... it's not really a kid's <laughs> it's not really set up for kids. Yeah, kid shopping. So I just had to like sit her in there flat and yeah. then I'm just stacking bottles up around her legs. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that was one thing. Yeah. I see my grandmother run up the back of me great-grandmother's heels with a trolley <laughs> knock the skin off both heels, mate. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I can feel that. That was years ago. I can feel that scraping yeah. across the back. Oh. Fuck, that sucks. Stubbing your toe and hitting your shin, fuck, it hurts. And you can imagine in that situation... Turn around and go, thank goodness it's family. Or imagine, like, if you if it was packed and you did that, and you had to hold it in and not be a carry-on, and you're just like... <laughs> like, I think like our skin, because we're younger, would, like, um probably wouldn't have done as much damage compared to, a, like, a 90-year-old lady. Yeah. Compared to, like, it was pretty... Like, yeah, that would have been... That would have been fucked. Yeah. Just, and it's funny, too, if you couldn't hold it in and you just yell out this big yell and, like... <laughs> and people don't see it happen, they'd be like, look, this cunt, he's fucking off his head, this bloke. <laughs> I could see why he held it in because, like, yeah, you just everyone spins around. You're right, mate. Ah, fuck. 
You're definitely more dramatic in your home, uh, at home in the shed or oh. in the backyard with your kids. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's like um, at home a while ago when I first moved in, the way the driveway's set up, it's like risen and then the footpath around to the door sunken down. So you're probably looking at, I don't know, how big that is, six inches. <laughs> but no, I probably told three. you that. Is she lying <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so three to four inches, say, it's like a lip going up to the driveway. And the first night I moved in, I come steaming out with a fucking bag of groceries and didn't see the ledge and drove my foot into it, man. And my big toe just cleared it. And I hit the meaty part mm. on the on my foot and opened it up. And I tell you what, that's a cunt of a spot to have a big old split in your foot because that's where all your pressure goes, bud, when you walk. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to stubbing things. I remember one carry on where I had to um, play it off. Cool. For some reason, I did a power burpee <laughs> in a sperm suit. Oh, wow. On the grid mesh. Yeah. Being a fuckhead. And. Obviously, the sperm suit got caught from, like, my knees down. So it just drove my knees into the um, grid mesh. Oh. But I had to, like, play it off. Oh. True. So it just hit your knees down into it. Yeah, and just, just drove my knees through. And you think of the grid mesh. Because mm. everyone just thought I fell over. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the half knew I was fucking fucking around yeah. doing it. Because we were mucking around and yeah. dancing and shit. Did you play it off like nothing happened? Yeah, but I was hurting. That would've, I would have been like sitting down. If that was at home, that would have been shut, shut up shop, mate. Oh, but out of pure fucking like embarrassment, you just sort of stayed stayed good. Yeah. Yeah. That was like me. I proper nailed myself when I dropped all the snags at a barbecue at work once. That was probably, if you could pick an embarrassing moment, even though I don't really get that embarrassed by stuff, that was pretty embarrassing. Like there was a whole tray of cooked snags, cooked, <laughs> and I was walking up the fucking um, stairs going to put it inside where all the bread rolls and all everything was, and my shoelace got caught on it. I went for a full-on hard step, just got caught. Knee went down and smacked the grid mesh. All the snags went through the grid mesh onto the dirt and I was laying there sprawled on the stairs thinking, fuck my life. <laughs> With a really sore knee. <laughs> and just had to get up and be like, yeah, sorry, boys. <laughs> <laughs> lucky, lucky we had the um, we had steak in that there too because like, I reckon this old cunt wanted to knock me out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, fucking useless cunt. <laughs> anyway. Well, um, I asked you to cook again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Uh, we'll go two more. Kelly. Boys, got a fucking good yarn for you. <laughs> was over in Perth at the Rippers one night, man, a couple of mates. One older fellow was getting married. He's about 45, almost pushing 50. Anyway, we're all sitting down alongside the fucking strip desk and um, one of the Rippers come backing up to him, sort of wiggling her ass in his face and she said, Pull them off with your teeth. Anyway, so he's fucking stood up and grabbed hold of the G-banger with, you know, with his teeth, top and bottom. And then anyway, she's took off running. And he mate's yelling at me, he's hitting me on the leg, fucking, moo, 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 me fucking moo, me moo. You know what? And he's pointing at this Sheila's ass, running across the fucking, the dance floor. His top and bottom falsies were still stuck on the country cheese string. <laughs> oh, fuck it, son. Right, stay out of yourself. 
That was a ripper yarn. <laughs> so yeah. falsies were stuck on the G banger. See what I did there? Ripper yarn. Yeah, that was a good shot. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Always wanted a blowjob without someone with fucking teeth. Bit of gilf. Mm. Gilf hunter. <laughs> it would. Uh, it would feel excellent though. Probably not really humanly. Yeah, I don't know. If you had, if it wasn't even like, if we're not talking like crackhead no teeth, where there's like little sharp bits. Oh, if yeah, it was no. full on like gum, gum, then it'd it'd be a better one, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I can't they, say they, they could definitely go to town. Oh yeah, biting down on a bit, mm, just gumming it, mm. getting a good gummy. Yeah, I can't say that I've ever experienced it, and I probably will never. Well, it depends how the mess's teeth go later in life. <laughs> Yeah. But if they ever, as if you wouldn't be hitting them up later in life if they do have the falsies. Pop them out, Dale, chuck them in the glass of water. My granddad lost, like, all his teeth at, like, 14. Really? Yeah. Oh. I'm glad I never fucking, um, that come down the family line. My dad did. Not that young, but, yeah, quite young. And he's on me now. He's like, go to the dentist so you don't end up like me, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he, like, that was... Back in the day, where they probably could have saved it in these medical yeah, shit we yeah. got now, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he would have been a popular gay bloke. He wasn't gay though. <laughs> no, <laughs> righto. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Should we go? Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Major the Mexican here. Been listening to the potty for quite a while. And I have noticed there is one phrase that you blokes use far more than any other. Hey, Queen, can we Google that? <laughs> Fuck me. If you blokes don't say that 15 to 20 times an episode, I'll fucking eat my hat. <laughs> Especially when it comes to the Wednesday wobblies or the fucking trendsetter talk back or whatever the fuck it is these days. So I've got a bit of a challenge for you fuckers. I reckon... Fucking one episode when you're fucking not doing it at fucking nine o'clock in the morning and too soft to have a fucking beer. <laughs> Every time that gets fucking said, Quinny, you've got to fucking get in on this and make sure these blokes do it properly. You need to fucking have a shot. <laughs> fucking the boys miss the old days where you cunts are fucking blind when you're doing the episode. <laughs> By the end of it, we can't understand what the fuck you're saying. It was funny as fuck. Bring that back. Fucking Quinny, get them doing fucking shots. Every time you have to fucking Google something, they fucking just put one down. Get some of that fucking watermelon fucking vodka that you cunts love and fucking just smash them down. Fucking get into it and stay out of yourselves. Yeah, you do love when we're pissed. So I think we're going to have to do something. So like, well, and I don't know what else you want us to say because Quinn, believe it or not, isn't a mind reader. So we have to ask him to Google things. Yeah, true, yes. So that that is just one of those terms that gets peppered because we want to find out. I don't think we can just be absolutely rank drunk every single episode, but the people have spoken and we need to line one up, Cambodian, where we might just have to just... Well, when this comes up. out, we were blind on Monday's episode, so th- fucking there you go. Well, yeah, that's right. The, the only cans only by cans, the end of it. But yeah. still, we weren't carrying on too much. Like I think... Um, I was getting there. I was yeah, so I was, heavy. That was weird drunk. That was heavy-headed drunk. Yeah, yeah. No, I was too. Actually, I don't even really remember the end of it. That, no. <laughs> there was just that really strong one. That drink that we had. After the 10% one. Yeah, that, yeah. that one was fucking strong. 
But um, yeah. I don't know. It would be fun to to set one aside and be like, right, let's fucking get stuck into a bit of <laughs> bit of shit. Even if you play a game like that, whoever, whatever you say, words. I don't know. We'll have a we'll have a brainstorm and we'll uh, we'll have a bit of fun one day and get get blown. Yeah, I think we could do a episode planning. Yeah, like get... you could save your play up of a Sunday night before we record till when we record even. Yeah, you know. So instead of being raped <laughs> the morning of recording, we can get raped that day. Yeah, responsibly. Should do it for like one fifty maybe. Oh, that's not a bad idea, Quinn. Mm. Like a celebratory one. That makes sense. Yeah. Instead of just yeah. getting blind on a random episode. <laughs> <laughs> See yeah, if right. I can like organize some stuff, like some proper good like carry-ons or something. Right. Yeah. So episode 150, we're getting blind. I bet you that'll be the most inconvenient time. <laughs> so we'll, oh, we'll, no, we'll keep it on. We'll, we'll figure it out. Well, everything else is, but yeah. Yeah. It could even be a guest episode 150, so who knows? Yeah, mm. true. But around that time, we'll yep. do it. We'll, we'll get something done. That's it. That's it. Righto. What are we fucking... Uh, oh, Cambodian. Fuck. I keep going screenshot just because I liked that. Yes. But, um, yeah, that, that was a great just terminology. And then that one about um the yarn, and then he's talking about our previous um missuses or whatever, the joke about... Oh, reading yeah, each yeah. other's misses or something. Yeah. Um, do you want me to go through them anyway? Yeah, go yeah. through it, mate. Uh, doing the worm at the start. The shit worm, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> the day from accountant drag queen thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, that forensic house party cleaner. Cleaner, yep. Um, yeah. Screenshotted, <laughs> you shall not pass. <laughs> and then the false teeth. That's what I got written down here. Screenshot. I think so too. I think that's a that's like a discovery of a new new thing yeah. that I've never heard of yeah, before. Yeah, and that pumps me up like yeah. that. I'm you know, I fucking get pumped up when I find out that sort of stuff because here I'm thinking I know them all already. <laughs> next, yeah. next minute you can go have a screenshot. Yeah, that didn't even refresh anything I've heard before. No, no. I've definitely never heard that terminology, and I love it. Thank you, mate. So th- yeah, thank you. You're you've just won yourself a fucking. Carry on cap and a better, better beer, beer pack. pack. So Quino will reach out to you. He will. Or reach around to you. <laughs> and hopefully you'll feel him. We'll probably play the yarn again. Yeah, yes. so I think I think we're gonna start finishing off with the winning yarn and we're not gonna carry on after it's gonna be how we close the show out. So um yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in. Have a great weekend. And get the winning yarn wrapped around your fucking listeners. I think I've got it here, so that's good. Tommy Cam. Cheese and bacon quiche. Just got a bit of lingo for you. Uh, big Cambodian. I was listening to a potty the other day when you reckon you were uh, camping and you were felt a bit crook. And you were shitting yourself in the building, spilling out both ends there. That's called getting screenshotted, mate. And uh, just a quick joke for you. What's the difference between a used tyre and 365 used condoms? One's a good year, one's a great year. Cheers, boys. Loving your work. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. 
Boys need love too. So join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 